Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. We're joined today by Bernard Layton and James O'Malley, who are both managing directors at Comar Partners, headquartered in Chicago. Bernard and Jim, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rob. Our guests join us today to discuss the private equity recruiting industry and how it has been impacted by COVID-19. Today, Bernard and Jim will be sharing their expertise on the reevaluation of leadership caused by the global pandemic, skill sets they look for when recruiting a PE leader, and their expectations moving forward. We've got a lot to cover, so let's jump in. With regard to private equity recruiting, how has the market been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic? So, Rob, I think not as significant as you might think compared to other industries, certainly not as dramatic. Um, Now, of course, that's very dependent on the type of portfolios that private equity firms are investing in. Obviously, hospitality and retail has been hit very hard. But food, technology, healthcare, which represents a lot of what private equity firms that Comar Partners represents are investing in, that area of PE has been pretty healthy. What do you think, Bernie? Yeah, I would agree. What we do find is a little more focus on uh, the executives replacing having prior private private equity experience. Uh, the firms are t- generally staying close to their knitting, and folks that uh, understand that uh, what we might call hummingbird heart rate that's associated with fast-paced environment of the PE world, a little more commercial-minded senior leadership, but then we're also finding that the um, CFO role, most common role, uh, replaced or or brought in via search after an acquisition, uh, that's a deeper due diligence, a deeper dive on cash management. There has been a recent reevaluation, gentlemen, of leadership due to the pandemic. How has the pandemic impacted the leaders that PE companies and their portfolio companies are looking for? So I think the expectation is that executives have to come up to speed quickly. And, you know, let's face it, most businesses are operating with a certain amount of uncertainty uh, these days, not just due to the pandemic, but there's a lot of economic and social disruption going on in the marketplace. So it's rapidly changing. Uh, PE firms are looking for executives that can adapt to that quickly and come up to speed. Uh, I think the ability to solve problems and make decisions quickly is now more than ever important to our PE clients. I think critical thinking and strong communication skills have always been very important and high on the list. I think that's interesting from our perspective, and you know, we, we're trying to take additional measures to ensure that we can help uh, uh, the executives that we place um, uh, manifest all those kind of behaviors. You know, one way that we help our clients get the new leaders up to speed quickly is we, pri- we provide an executive coach as part of our search process. So when we place an executive as part of our fee, we're going to give that new hire a- an executive coach for the first 90 days to kind of help them acclimate and acculturate into the new environment. Uh, I think our clients really appreciate that, and so do the candidates. Uh, the candidates uh, really value the fact that they're going to have somebody help helping them in those first crucial 90, 100 days on board. It sounds like that's a great comfort to, you know, the folks you're working with. Yes. 
Yeah, I'd add a couple comments about um, the hold patterns that are going to happen due to the pandemic. I think as the private equity firms are held in portfolio a little bit longer, uh, as they are trying to get value and the demand curve or revenue growth comes back, I think there's a longer hold period, and I think that requires keeping the leadership uh, in tune, focused, working together, focused on uh, building together with a little bit more patience than has historically been the case in private equity, three to five, seven-year holds. The other thing we notice is that leadership in some of the smaller uh, private equity firms, there's a lot more turnover going there, going on there because they're struggling with, uh, with, with matching against the expectations of a potentially cash-strapped private equity firm. The largers tend to see less uh, drama from this. So with all that said, what does the skill set for a private equity leader look like, and how does this differ from the pre-pandemic skill set, if it differs at all? Yeah, I think a lot of the traits and behaviors that we spoke about a moment ago are still ring true, and that was pre-pandemic and will be post-pandemic. So uh, problem-solving, decision-making, critical thinking skills, all those are very, very important for the executives that we look look at, in addition to exceptional oral and written communication skills. I think um, all of that is, uh, you know, these are the, the, the minimum requirements for executives nowadays. In addition to obviously having the industry experience and the functional knowledge that are appropriate for that particular private equities portfolio. What's different, I think, now and will be different in the post-pandemic world is um, clients are looking for leaders that have empathy. Um, the, this uh, pandemic has really kind of shaken a lot of people to the core. Um, and uh, if you're not empathetic as a leader, um, it's going to impact not just your business, but it's just going to impact your entire world. And I think uh, that is a trait that probably wasn't as focused on as much as it should have been pre-pandemic, but going forward, I see that to be a big a big factor in how we're evaluating candidates. What do you think, Bernie? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that empathy, that humanist approach to all this is going to be super critical. I don't think uh, the, the charge up the hill, um, get results uh, at the expense of teams is going to prevail nearly as much in the future. And in fact, what we're finding is it's more private equity firms larger are buying portfolios from smaller private equity firms. And if the uh, humanist approach is not prevalent or present there, then and the leadership team is in disarray, uh, it, it tends to squelch the deal. So I think it's really important that there is a uh, a humanist, um, engaged, collaborative approach, still pushing hard to get rapid results, but but much more collegial approach. And I also find that in general, there are going to be more uh, personalities going forward. They're going to be much higher on the EQ quotient. They're going to be much more commercial-minded. They're going to be much more external-facing. And I think that that's a big pivot that the PE firms will have to get used to because they're used to financially 
and and technology driven leadership profiles in the past. That's an interesting answer that I want to follow up on. When you say commercially minded, is that kind of breaking away from the more buttoned down style, or what? Do you, kind of break that down a little more for me. Yeah, the PE managing directors are typically looking for folks that are achieving the numbers. They're getting business process efficiencies. They're fixing things that need to be fixed inside the business in that first 180 days to create an environment of uh, of rapid change and success and transformation. All those are still going to exist, but because the demand curve, the that's gonna, we're going to come out of this a little slower in terms of building revenue base in a lot of these portfolio companies, I think that outward-facing executive that can help the top-line growth of the business, a little more commercial-minded, and, and maybe a little less on process improvement or IT integration, and, and have a little bit stronger focus on creating an environment both inside the company and external through vendors and customers that will endear uh, people to that company and to that brand is going to be uh, much more highlighted. That's fascinating. Uh, what are your expectations going forward for private equity recruiting, and do you expect the skill sets of leaders to continue to evolve in the near future? Yeah. Yes, I think the pandemic has taught us that, to kind of use a military analogy, that the field general skill set is probably more valuable than the joint chief skill set in terms of being prepared for all that's coming at you from a typical PE executive at a portfolio. Uh, there's just so much coming at you at so many different times that you just – you don't have the, the, the opportunity to sit back and process it. You've got to be able to kind of be decisive and act on it. In addition, I think we'll do work differently in the future, less in-person and much more collaborative, just um, in the case of, you know, how we're communicating here today. I think most organizations, that's how they're going to function in the future. And so as a result, I think project management skills will become even more valuable since working will be kind of farmed out, and so the ability to project manage and have a vision of a finished product coming together from a lot of the spirit work streams will be the new norm. Uh, think Airbus versus Boeing assembly. You know, Airbus was uh, put together by multiple countries and multiple manufacturing plants, where you know a Boeing air aircraft gets assembled, um, you know, essentially in one big hangar. And so I think the new norm for work will be this kind of scattered, distributed way of coming together, people working in their own separate work streams. And so having um, those project management skills, the ability to kind of chart progress, that skill set's going to be really, really important in the future. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think that recruiting in this era is going to be a very interesting thing The the managing director at most private equities have leaned on their own networks to recruit. In many cases, that's CFOs and CEOs. And because I think the profile is going to pivot here a little bit, that that profile may not, or the network that they have may not fit perfectly. And I think they're going to lean on, they're going to find that what they're looking for is not in their network. They're going to have to lean on outside resources like Comar Partners to, to facilitate that. And ultimately, uh, the flip side is the recruitment community working with private equity firms is, are going to need to be much more thorough 
in that broad set of skills that are going to be needed broader than what has historically been. They, they get in there, fix the financials, fix uh, systems is critically important, won't change, but now a broader, more commercial outward collaboration skill set's going to be needed. And, and that's going to turn things on their ear a little bit from both sides of the equation, from our side and from the hiring teams at the private equity firms. So to a certain extent, business as usual, but the future is bright? Yeah, I would agree with that comment. We're pretty optimistic about the future. Um, uh, it's going to be different, and uh, that's exciting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the future is bright. Yeah, I completely agree, and I, you know, we, you've got to be optimistic given the fact that we were in a very bright economy and going strong prior to all of this hitting in the spring and in the win- last winter. I would believe expectations are there. All the fundamentals point to some pretty strong turnaround, remarkably low capital costs, um, you know, so many positives. And I think we'll come out of this really, really strong. And uh, we look very much forward to 2021. Well, we're certainly looking forward to some brighter days. Bernard and Jim, thank you again for joining us today on Talent Talks. It was an incredibly insightful conversation on the private equity recruiting sector. And that's all the time we have. I'm your host, Rob Adams, alongside Bernard Layton and James O'Malley. And this is Talent Talks.